Hey everyone, hope everybody's doing great. Um, you know, I've often been asked many questions over the past 30 years of pastoring and coaching. And one question that comes up quite often is, how do I experience freedom? And we're talking about freedom, freedom in loving, living, serving, giving, and freedom in receiving. In other words, living a consistent pattern in life of freedom. And Last week, I shared with you the first episode on a series of five decisions you and I must make, five transformational decisions that if we're going to truly walk in freedom consistently in our life. The first one was simply, I must take responsibility for my life. So you can go on YouTube and check that out. Uh, that, that will get you caught up with us where we are today. Here's the second decision that we must make if we're going to see true transformational freedom in our lives. And that is this, I obsess about my growth. I what obsess about my growth. Now, listen, we have a saying around my household, and that's this. If you're not growing, you're dying. My church hears it. People I coach hear it. My peers and definitely my family and my children hear it, right? If you're not growing, you're dying. There's no neutral in this world or in this atmosphere, you're constantly aging. Your things are changing. Your cellular structure is changing and your organs are changing, and guess what? And everything's changing in God. He's constantly challenging us to grow and to transform. Why? Because he wants us to take our power back. He wants us to live in total freedom. Why? So we can bring freedom to others on his behalf. So how do I do that? I must obsess about my growth. Now, no one can choose to grow for you. When I'm talking about growth, what am I talking about? I'm talking about growing how to take care of your health and growing intellectually, growing spiritually, uh, maybe growing uh, your relationships and making them more healthy, growing your business, growing your dreams, your visions, your ministry, growing, not being stagnant, but choosing to go forward. Now, when we talk about success, success is not really complicated. Su success actually leaves clues. And some of those clues are in the form of our habits, our mindsets, and our routines. Now, there's a, a real cool teaching about that, and that is this. Success is all about science. There's a science to making money in, in commodities or trading. There's a science to making money in the restaurant business or educational business, whatever it might be. There's a science to it. And once you learn that science and you begin to operate in it, then you're going to see success. Now, there's a thing called achievement, and that has to do with your fulfillment. And achievement is also a choice. So if I'm only, and what is achievement? Achievement's different. It's not a science. It's unique to every one of us. Some of us like to sit by a, a body of water. It could be a lake. It could be an ocean. It might be a mud hole. We don't really care. We just want to be around water. We relax. Maybe we read or exercise, whatever it might be. Or maybe you like fishing or golfing, or maybe you just like mowing your grass or taking care of flowers. There's things that every one of us that brings fulfillment to us. It relaxes us. It kind of gets us out of the hubbub of what's going on in the world. So people are not truly fulfilling, experiencing true success until they have fulfillment in their life. So success is a science, but fulfillment is an art. It's unique to each one of us and we create it. So if I'm going to grow and grow continually and grow steadfastly, I got to work these two railroad tracks simultaneously, success and fulfillment, because I cannot truly grow 
and live in total freedom unless I'm operating on both sides of the rail. Now, I said earlier, success leaves habits, right? Uh, and there's a great book by uh, Darren Hardy, one of my top five of all time reading. It's called The Compound Effect. And it, it, it tells us about these things because it talks about have, uh, developing habits and then what happens? The, you, you make smart choices, you develop habits, and then what happened? Over time, they compound. You can pick one thing and work on it or whatever, but the key is, you know, having your habits and the routines to help you accomplish, number one, what you want to be successful in, number two, what fulfills you, and working both of those tracks simultaneously. So uh, a real key to me to growth and is self-awareness. And if I don't have my morning time, my morning routine, you know, getting up, maybe stretching, doing a little exercise, getting my body moving, but then my time of just prayer, being alone with God, my time of just focusing and meditating on Him and, and what His call is on my life, or maybe some things I have a desire to accomplish, uh, to, to read something that's going to grow me that day, uh, to put things in me that are tools that, that, that continually work on me from the inside out to become who I need to be. So the most challenging aspect of things like routines and habits that we form really come from just being consistent at it. So that's why it's critical. If you're going to grow, you're going to have to read more. You're going to have to maybe listen to more podcasts if you don't read or do both. I do both. Or, you know, find things that engage you in the area you want to grow in or whatever. But listen, if you're not growing, you're dying. In other words, you're not moving forward. And you can't truly operate in any level of freedom if you're not growing. So when we talk about growth and, and growth, more growth, what? Equals more freedom. More growth equals more freedom. Another cool uh, acronym for you is smart choices plus consistency plus time equal a radical difference. Small, smart choices consistently over time equal radical difference. Those things, that's the compound effect. When we make that small decision, those smart choices consistently over time, what does it do? It reaps a radical difference or radical growth in your life. And when you have radical growth, what does that mean? More growth, more freedom. You can't be free if you're not growing spiritually, intellectually, in your health and other aspects as well. So let me wrap up with this. Six, six ways to obsess about my growth or about growth. If you really want to put this into action and, and operate and truly operate in freedom, it's very simple. Number one, you must practice intentional learning. Intentional. That means you're intentional about picking certain podcasts about certain topics that you want to grow in, whether it's your health, your, your intellect, or business, family, whatever it might be. The second one I talked about a few moments ago, and that's meditation. What is that? That's to mull over uh, the things that is your vision, your dream, maybe do a dream board, whatever it is, and begin to mull over that. And then also, what does the Word of God say about that? And what's the amen of God about that? And then what's the natural strategy that I need to make to, to, to put into practice to accomplish that? Meditation helps you to calm down and be aware about the most important, significant things that need to be in the forefront of your life. The third thing is daily affirmations and visualization. In other words, 
Faith, what's Hebrews 11.1 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So if I'm going to live and walk in faith, then I got to begin to visualize what God said about my future, what the word says about my future. And then I begin to visualize it to become so real to me. I begin to speak it. I begin to feel it. And then I begin to do it. And that opens up this whole new world of you that you're constantly growing. So remember, progress, you, you have to have progress to have success, right? So just because you fail at a task or Maybe you see, feel like you failed or you, you, you bombed out on an idea or a dream. You didn't bomb out. You didn't fail. That's a learning experience. Now you learned a way not to do it. Now you learn things probably in that time stretched you and forced you that you can use over here to even become more successful than you would have if that one event hadn't happened in your life. So that happens through self-awareness, daily affirmations, speaking what God says about you and, and speaking your dream out loud and visualizing it. And then the fourth one is journaling. You know, uh, I'm not a, a journaler, you know, in the morning and in the night. I, there are stretches where I do a lot of journaling and some I don't do as much because I'm more, I use it more as a timetable to come back and evaluate where I've been and where I'm going. Now, I have a good friend named Mark. I call him my scribe. We've been in ministry and together for 21 years, and he's a little younger than me. He's more of my spiritual son, but uh, just an amazing business entrepreneur as well as a man of God and a pastor. And uh, he's been journaling now for 15 years. And I mean, he is a, he can go back and date, time, things in my life. It blows me away. And it's so critical to growing. And then the fifth one is, remember, you, you need your morning routine, like I said, how you start your day, but you also need your evening routine. How do I end my day? Beginning and ending. And it could just be a little three-minute deal where you shut down, maybe you pray for your family, uh, you visualize your day ending and closing the accounts in your mind. Or a good thing too is to write down some things that's on your mind and close your journal or close your, your book. And then what happens? You start that routine of breathing maybe and just relaxing in your bed and then end your day. If you don't uh, intentionally end your day, it will go throughout the night and you'll be dreaming and worried and concerned about it, right? Or you'll be so excited you can't sleep one way or the other. And then finally, the fifth, sixth one is stay planted. Stay planted. Learn how to stay planted. Stay planted in your relationships. Stay planted in your, your success path, your career path. Stay uh, planted in a spiritual house under a, a great covering, a great church, so that you can do whatever ministry or business or whatever you want out of it. But being planted is so critical. There's so many times in my life that I could have just been wiped out with some kind of life tsunami if I wasn't planted and planted in relationships with key people in my life, planted when in ministry and in people covering me and loving me, planted with my family being a rock for me. So it's so critical that we take responsibility for our life and we obsess about growth. And remember, growth doesn't equal success until we bring in the art of fulfillment. You got this. Check out the next episode and you'll find out what decision number three is.